Well, hi there, and welcome along to the podcast for the Rush Hour. Well, yeah, hey there, Lucci. I like that voice you just threw out there to the team. Yeah, okay. Sounds well. a little bit from Texas, but we're also a little bit camp. Have a good time. Ezra Wendley, Katie Lamb, Joel, our producer, Lucci. Sorry, uh, you, do, you, you do the accent. I've got the Asian voices, yeah. Oh, the oh, no, let's stop right there. Um, Why not? <laughs> don't. My mate Weira taught me then. It's okay if he does it. This Not you. Really, how we're starting <laughs> our podcast? I can, I can give Asian accents because I'm Asian. Did you know that? Did you know that I'm? I've got how, what percentage? Anglo. Does it matter? Oh, Anglo Burmese. Oh, I think I'm twenty five percent. I think probably not enough. Dad's fifty, so that means I'm twenty five. <laughs> it's never yes, enough. It's never enough. It is never enough. Today, around the whole of Perth, uh, it was pretty much two things that were the topics: is bloody hot, mm. and all the kids are going back to school. School's back. Back to school. Back to school. Back to school. Big shout out to all the parents out there who've just had an absolute jats cracker of a six-week period trying to find things to do around Perth, like taking them ice skating. Mm. How many times can we go to the Perth Zoo? Let's go again. Yeah, I was going to say, um, that would be the hardest thing, just keeping them entertained, especially when they're young, like Mm. your kind of age, Yeah, four and seven, which is... God, you'd have to do Aqua. Did you go to Aqua? Adventure World? Did Adventure World. Hadn't done Aqua yet. But, I mean, oh. Embers, you can relate to this. Like, isn't it just it makes your bones want to crush into dust when you've got your house? Embers locked and- his kids in a room. So <laughs> 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 you only go in one room, okay? <laughs> but when, when, when the kids say, I'm bored, there's nothing to do around the house. Oh, and you've got, I've got mate. a trampoline, I've got monkey bars outside, bike, skateboards, bloody... Yeah, there's everything Nerf there. guns. Oh, they've got the beach, like, they've got the pools, outside, they've got the basketball park. courts, they've got yeah. basketball. Oh, they said, Dad, we're bored. I said, well, look, go play basketball. We don't want to play basketball. Yeah. It's too far. It's too far. What do you mean it's too far? Mm. It's 14 metres <laughs> on the front door. Yeah, yeah but basketball. I can go in my room Drop and play Call of Duty, so it's all fine. Yeah. Oh, Each time they say that they don't want to go and do that thing, you need to set that thing on fire in front of them. Yeah, I think so too. And film it for us. Yeah. Now, the one <laughs> uh, the one thing I remember as a kid was, um, oh, you, 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 you ran from here to here in about... Two minutes yesterday. I reckon you could break that record. Oh, time yeah. it. Yeah, time trick. it. Time Turn it into a competition. Oh, the kids will be like, I would oh, do I beat that. anything so take, to be So tell them to go uh, here to like the, the oh, local yeah. deli. It's 20 minutes away. I reckon you do it you in 19. You know what? If I told my kids to go to the local deli, they're right. They pinch my money. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> well, we need they money, Dad. back with it. Yeah. 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 You're going to get to the that's... deli. Yeah, that's right. Katie so, Lamb, um, quick question. Mitch Marsh, we broke it in the news today that he won the Allen Border medal. How many times when he comes back when cricket season Done, do you think he's going to walk into the cot or anywhere around WA and say, Mitch Marsh, Alan Border medalist, compared to old mate every norm? Well, there you norm, go. Normie. I was, yeah, was going to say, because that is like, as you say, sort of the brown low, but what's better, brown low or norm Smith? Brown low, isn't it? So yeah. technically, hang on, big discussion here. It's, it's very different. See, brown low, you actually have to play more than one good game. Yeah. Exactly. I was going to say it's also an international <laughs> sport that uh, Mitch Marsh is going to play. So he is, uh, yes, he's. So my answer is he'll say it less. If Australia are the best team in the world <laughs> and he has just won the Brownlow for Australia, yeah. it means that he is the best cricketer on the planet. Yeah. So, so I think um, that would be come second to a Norm Smith. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so Juddy's closer. <laughs> Cousy's closer. Yeah. Yeah. Long way back. Yeah. As a, as a player, though, you want, to, you, want to, you want the medal for the, the big dance, not the season, right? You want to be That's best right. on, best on in the biggest game. Like player of the series in the Ashes. Yeah. But there have been bigger games since. 
No, there's not. There may be a game. <laughs> have you ever won a best on a <laughs> netball grand final? Oh. I have in 2013. And I won. Um, yeah, anyway. You terribly Maybe got yourself into that one grand final. Okay, we lost, Anders. No, Thanks no, for bringing it up. No, no, no. But where did you end up? So, so when on you... the bench because my elbow was bleeding, okay? <laughs> Today on the show, we find out how They'll like change your dress and I was just like, this dress is too small. I can't get into it. We are <laughs> Those that have been falsely accused. And we also find out about so Anders going to a fringe. Last year, trust me, it wouldn't. He's trying. He's trying. He's trying. Bye, everyone. Here's the show. From Roebuck Bay to the Road Highway, got my ice marker from Dome Cafe, the Super Pizza Florian, in a Luwaru and Esperance too, across Albany and the Gloucester Tree, with Katie Lamb and Andrew Wembley. From the greatest city in the world, it's time for 92.9 Triple M's Rush Hour with Andrew Embley and Katie Lamb. Hi, parents. Tell us about the first day of school, how it went with the kids today. And we want, like, the good, the bad, the ugly because mm. we have heard some horror stories from today, including uh, Bob Hawke College just here in Subiaco. Yep. On a, what, 40-degree day, power went out, no air con anywhere in the classrooms. Oh, the worst day for the power to go out. First day of school. Sorry, miss, I can't. I need to go home. They don't want to be at school on the first day. I think the first day is where everyone wants to be at school because it's like fun. Yeah, who's in your class? Who am I sitting next to? It's like fun. Sort my pencil out. Is that you reckon why schools actually start really later in the week now? So you can actually just get that first day. you got one more day and it's the weekend. Well, you would have been happy, Embers, because... Well, I had one kid go back to school today. I thought all three were going back, but then I realised the other two go back tomorrow. (laughs) And what about the other 75? (laughs) Where are they? Are they they graduated? (laughs) Amazing. Andrew Junior, Andrew the Third, (laughs) Normie, (laughs) Smithy. I don't know where all they are. One of our colleagues here, Sasha, as well, she uh, took her kids to school, first day at school, and um, her little boy, Jesse, went in to find his name tag. Everyone had a name tag, and there was no Jesse. And another Jesse was walking around with a name tag, Jesse. His name was also Jesse. But the teacher said, no, no, we've only got one Jesse in the class. So I don't know what's going on here. Anyway, it turned out that the other Jessie was actually in the wrong class. Oh. <laughs> it was meant to be in the other one. But she said, you know, obviously there were tears. It was just well, not you, ideal. You walk in and you don't see your name tag there. That's oh the most it's bloody embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> They've forgotten about me already. What about me? <laughs> it isn't fair. One triple three five three. Just tell us about the first day of school. Were you happy? Were you like another one of my friends had an absolute meltdown because it was like emotional for her? Maybe you're in your car park just tearing up because you've sent your little girl or little boy to yeah. uh, kindergarten for the first time and they were fine, but you might have been an absolute wreck. Or you were like embers and you were like, celebrate good times, come, come on. on. And maybe teachers can call up and tell us about your first day. Yeah, they're probably all crying. Take me back. <laughs> Do you remember your first day at school? Oh my God, I don't remember it, but there are a lot of photos and yeah. I look so pretty. I swear I peaked in year one <laughs> and it was all downhill from there. But you know, I had a little, like a little name badge, it was a little rubber ducky and oh, the photo I'm stunning. Um, um, <laughs> I can't beat that. <laughs> I was going to say, how'd you look in year four, which was what, yesterday? Is that what it is? <laughs> also, um, the phones are quiet probably because all the mums are too drunk to pick up their kids from school because they've been celebrating so hard. Been so, on the shardy gun. Uh, give us a call, one triple three five three. Producer Joel, it was your kid's first day at school? Mixture of emotions today, guys. Obviously, uh, his first day of pre-primary, meaning Embers, Five days a week this year. So You'll be good. Yeah, 
Celebrate. Good times. Come on. Celebrate them. Two full-time wages in the family for the first time <laughs> in eight years. <laughs> Someone's going out, but, but did it, it or not. It's not about money, guys. No, it's not no, about money. Not. It's about right. our children's love. This morning, Austin's first day of pre-primary. Spent three hours just screaming at me, couldn't do his hair, couldn't put his shoes on. I'm not going to school today. I hate school. I hate you, Dad. You've never loved me. Uh, got him to school after all that three-hour session, and he just went, love you, Dad, bye, went in happy as Larry. I'm like, you're kidding me. I know. After all that, after everything we do, he Hi. just says, see you later. I'm good, Dad. Dakota from Northbridge, hello. Hi. Dakota, tell us about your first day. So it was my niece's first day at her first ever big school. Right. Very exciting. Um, daycare. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and she's gotten home and she said, Mum, Auntie, you didn't pack me enough lunch. Oh, oh God, you've starved the poor child. First day. How oh did God. you make that mistake, Dakota? Oh. No, no, we, we packed her plenty of food. She had everything like you could think of. Oh, so, so she's she just, like, but she's hungry. She's got a tapeworm, so clearly she oh. needs more than <laughs> Someone's pinched her lunch, I reckon, Dakota. No, she, she just eats and eats and eats. She's got a metabolism of like, really? I don't know. Just like me. Yeah. I so I used to have a, a mate, uh, Italian heritage, right? And yeah. as you can imagine, some of the lunches that he used to rock up Yum. to school with, he'd have lasagna, oh, he'd have schnitzel, he'd have tortellini, <laughs> he'd have it all, mate, bread, he'd have olive oil. He, this this blonde bloke had a like, olive oil and he had fresh bread and he used to pour Oh Olive my oil god! Over that's his bread. Elite. Oh, at Just, lunch, we had a sandwich thief in our in primary school who would literally go outside and take everyone's sandwiches from the back. Katie and Lamb, it was you? not me. <laughs> I could see exactly oh, where Emma was going. It was not me. It was this one guy. I know. Mind uh, you, I did polish off everyone's leftovers. <laughs> Thank you, Dakota. Um, let's go to oh Craig from Bull Creek. He's our good friend. Oh, Craig. Hello, Craig. Oh, hello, Katie. Hello. <laughs> Craig. And the man who holds it to take over to keep everyone in line. Leachie, how are you, mate? Oh, <laughs> great, Craig, as always. Uh, Craig. What happened with school? Come on, mate. Uh, well, look, all my kids are in high school, but I, I just, I, I could just imagine Mrs. Embley on the first day that Andrew went to school. Oh, my God, she would have been cartwheeling out of the car park, <laughs> going just absolutely bonkers that, yeah, he's gone. <laughs> It wasn't just mum. Yeah. Dad was too, the next door neighbours, my brother and his sister. And also um, Ember's wife hasn't taken his last name, so that says something. <laughs> so I went to a fringe show last week, Katie. Love it. Something a little bit different. My wife said, let's go and uh, let's go and watch something. Date so, night. Absolutely. Now, we went and watched a guy called Cameron, mm-hmm. right, and his show was 6056. The postcode of Midland. So he's a Midland boy, right, uh, talks about, you know, life growing up in Midland. Mm -hmm. Very good. Very funny, right? Right. But I must admit, during his show, he kept apologising to everyone. Like he'd say, oh, sorry, guys, um, you know, I'm just all over the shop today. Or it it didn't – it lacked a little bit of structure. Kind of as though – was he nervous or something? I didn't think it came across nervous. Right. Something was going on. Yeah, and but you know he was funny, he was good, but he just kept coming back to the fact. Sorry, guys, I'm I'm normally not like this, you know. Like, and I didn't know if it was part of the show or not. Yeah. But after a while, <laughs> like, even if you are nervous, don't say it. Yeah, right? totally. I was yeah. going to say like, even if you're because, a little bit thrown, just like confidence is key because I was no one else actually will know. really enjoying yeah. the show, right? So everything was fine. Then at the end of the night, I walk out and I see him there, and he comes up to me and goes, "I need to apologise." 
<laughs> and I'm like, oh, what for? Now, he goes on, Katie, to tell me one of the most hilarious stories, right, about me at the show. And why and he was a little bit flustered. Why he was flustered. Now, rather than me actually telling you yeah. what happened, yeah. guess what? Is he out? Cameron yes. from 6056 <laughs> is coming in next yes. to tell us what happened last right. Thursday night. Uh, really? You've got him here. He's here. He's, he's in here. the building. I think I can see him, that guy. Is he tall? Oh, blonde? Him. Yeah, he's got the uh, New Orleans Saints yeah. jersey on at the moment. Love okay, it. yeah, Cameron McLaren's got a show called 6056. That's exactly right. The boy from Midland, that's the postcode of Midland, and guess what, Leachy? Yeah. The man of 6056 in studio. From yeah. Yeah. My favourite comedian. Hey. Thank God. Yeah. Oh, I've missed me so much. Hey, Hello. Hello. So, nice little to bit, see you again. A little bit flustered on stage. Ember said it was brilliant and he was just hey. like, I don't know why he was apologising, but you're really, really funny. But but what threw you off it's a little bit? Well, first of all, like, it was a Wednesday night, so it's a bit of a smaller crowd. Okay. Uh, just before we started the show, I just hear, Norm Smith medalist coming through. Everyone, please move out of the way. Uh, please, that, royalty. Was yeah. that royalty. Saying, that, that was that Ember saying that. I wondered why we had the little red carpet out. So he came and sat down in the front row. <laughs> <laughs> and everything was going fine. Hey, look, it's, it does throw you a little bit. He's a premiership player. Like, he's right there. Mm-hmm. I threw out an Eagles joke early. I don't know if you remember. I threw out a little Eagles joke early. They were not on board, I think, because people saw <laughs> he was right there. And I was like, he's right there. Yeah. He's Normally these gone. gags are really good in Fremantle with the Fremantle <laughs> yeah. supporters, but not here, not working It, it, it right. crushed me a little bit. I was like, this is my show and I'm losing it already. So, <laughs> And then I, re- I look, there's a little bit in Midland. There's lots of things that happen in Midland. It's renowned for a lot of things, you know. Mm. Uh, it was extracurricular Vitamins, maybe. Okay. So yep, I have yep. a whole segment in the show about that. Yeah, but gotcha. I talk about um, the Prince of Perth, Mr. Ben Cousins, yep. and I thought, well, mate's ex-teammate <laughs> on the fly. The first West Coast joke didn't work. His mate sitting right in the audience here. <laughs> Let's just pull that from the show. Let's be like a courteous, good young man. Oh, yep. God. Pulled it from the show. And I just didn't realise after so many years of doing this show all around the world that when you remove <laughs> that part of the show, the whole thing just fell apart. <laughs> There were so many like references so, to other jokes and then I'm halfway through telling about. something and I didn't have a punchline to go to and I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> I'm not talking about the weather. I'm like, this is weird. Hey, guys. Thanks. <laughs> you just like, like, don't do it. You just end up doing a weather report and leaving. Like, yeah. So sorry. Oh, I can understand it now. Was, it was hectic. And then, like, I'm so glad you came back because I panicked at the end. I was like, I should go tell him. Like, I want him to know that that wasn't what was supposed to happen. Yeah. Like, I didn't so s- there was no plan B. It was just get stuck into the West Coast Eagles and that's it. No, no. See, that's <laughs> That's, it sounds bad like yeah, that, and yeah. I definitely do. That was my plan B. I changed yeah. gears because I'm like, oh, hey, be courteous. There's royalty okay. in the room. Let's be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about just... West Coast Eagles and then say change gears. Yeah, that's the same sentence. Well done. Yeah. Well, I, as a lifelong Dockers like member as well too, I don't like the club, but I like like Bass and Dean Boy, like you're yes. one of us kind of yeah, deal, you know? Yeah, yeah. So like it did... I just thought I was being nice. And the trick is with show business kids, never be nice. Go for the throat. Go straight for the jugular. Like, don't make that same mistake again. I just didn't realise how crucial it was to the whole point of the show. Well, it does like, sound like you had a lot of, um, you know, cuzzy content and West Coast Eagles, you know, uh, circa 2006. And I yes. can imagine tying that all in with Midland. Um, is basically, you know, the crux of the show. Yeah. So when a, that goes, you're just like, all right. It's another bloke <clears> in the crowd. Yeah, it's, it's, it's might just, just a, to sit down. 
Sorry? You might as well just went and sat down. The I was so yeah. tempted at some of the <laughs> points to just chill. Else get up? I was like, do you guys want to take it in turns? <laughs> have a go. Anyone <laughs> has another joke they want to do? Yeah, like, actually, open mic night. This yeah. is what this is. It so. just became like a grown, silly man talking about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me when you got up there, and obviously as a comedian you would have everything sort of prepared, ready to go, and you've done this for a long time now. So, so And then all of a sudden you just see this, you know, big, tall Andrew Embley walking in, did you immediately think like, oh, my God, like what am I, what what I going to do? Well, it, it got even, it was a little bit like more worse than that. We were it? in there early just setting up the room and my friend was there, Sarah, helping us set us all up. Mm. And she was like, no, nah, sorry, you can't come down. You're here too early. And then whoever it was turned around and she goes, I think that guy was famous. Like, <laughs> oh, and then I was like, who did Don't you send away? Like, and then I ran up to the top of the stairs to see, to be like, who was it? And then I popped my head Brad up like Pitt. a little meerkat face to face with Emily. I'm like, oh, it's him. But then I think I said, it's him to your face. So I was like. <laughs> God, you just sound like you had yeah. an absolute dare. Yeah. I fell apart. <laughs> I was stars. Imagine if I made a docker, I'm going to yeah. cry. Like, yeah. <laughs> How's the rest of the show going? So good. Yeah. When you're not around, it's, it's been amazing. It's been so good. So how many more shows do you have coming out? Because I feel like now this is like you're on a redemption tour. Yeah, this is it. This is um, it. And we want to, I want to go to you now because oh, I, I, I want to hear mm. like I'm, you know, I won't bring him, by the way. I won't Please bring don't. Yeah, I won't. So I want to get the show that Ember's missed out on. Yeah, sweet. I, we can do that. Oh, I actually okay. want to get the show that Ember's missed out on too. Yeah, yeah it's not for you. Like a, a Just mask. sit at the back, you goose. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I shouldn't have sat at the front. I, uh, I just fit two game. Yeah, he was, was hoping that you'd probably give him a shout out. You know, hey, and yeah. Ramblers here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to take a minute of respect. Have a round of applause. <laughs> so, um, in all yep. seriousness, how many shows? Uh, can two we... more weeks of it. So yep. there's about eight more shows of six oh five six. You can see right. it at Stables or at the Terrarium. So right in the city. And so you're playing every night. Uh, cool. Pretty much, yeah, every single yeah, night, 7 awesome. o'clock and 8 o'clock. And we've got a few tickets to maybe give away yeah, to Yeah, so some if you'd listeners? like some, yeah, 100%. That'd be awesome. I stole them off myself, so yeah. <laughs> very Midland. <laughs> very Midland. It's time to find Perth's smartest suburb. How good is Perth? North versus South. Battle of the Burbs. And if you don't know how this works, we are going to take someone from the north, someone from the south, pit them against each other and see which is the better side of the river. Is it the north? Is it the south? At the moment, north leads 7-6. Seven, 7-6? Six. Seven, six. It's seven. even. It's close. Well, it's not even. It's pretty close to being even, considering where north were last year. They south just demolished were. Oh, south. Oh, sorry, yes. Right. And this year, south, well, the fact that they're actually even close means to me, in my opinion, yes. they're going very well. All right. Well, let's meet uh, Jade from Padbury representing the North. Hello, Jade. Hello, how are you? She's sounding switched on. Yes. Did you uh, finish year 12, Jade? I sure did. Oh, oh this is going to be easy oh, for the North. Wow. <laughs> this is unless uh, Lee from Byford, who's representing the South, also finished year 12. Did you, Lee? I did not. Oh, there we go. So Jay's got. I reckon Lee's got street smarts. Yes. Yeah, and that's all you need. And you can't buy street smarts, apparently. <laughs> so, yeah, um, Lee, you're. Uh, you know what? I think you're a massive chance here, Lee. All right, Jade, your buzzer. Say. Jade, your bubba, buzzer. Bubba. <laughs> Hello. I got a lip. <laughs> Jade, your buzzer is north. Lee, your buzzer is south. It is the first to two points. They win and get themselves a point on the board for their right side of the weather. river. Oh, it's going home now. <laughs> we'll take it. Question from here, number Lucci. one. All right, question number one. Here we go. Name a judge on this season of Australian Idol. Lee. Lee. Uh, 
Yes, sir. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, All right, Jade, you there? Your bus is working? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Question number two. Lee, you can win this. Jade, I you try. need it to stay in the game. Here we go. Blink-182 are playing in Perth next week at RAC Arena. Name a Blink-182 song. Yeah. South. No. Lee for the win. Nah, uh, no, buzzing out there. Yeah, it's buzzing out. Can't oh, no. Jade, you want to throw at the stumps? All right, Jade, do you want to crack? Yes. Off you go. Go, quick. Oh, oh, oh the small things. All right, oh. one of these. Here we go. Tell you what, Jade had a fair bit of time to Google that one, I reckon. <laughs> well done, Jade. Well played. Lee gave him a little bit of time there. <laughs> Question three. This is the decider. This oh, is it, Katie. This is for the chocolates. Here we go. The Kansas City Chiefs made it to the 2024 Super Bowl this week. Name the famous pop star who Lee, was... South. South right. of the win. This is it. Go, say it again. Taylor Swift. Oh, no! That was lethal. That was lethal. Lethal. Yes. Love it, Embers. Well done, Lee. Congratulations, Jade. Well played. You kept it very honest. It was a wonderful competition. But anyway, Lee squares it all up. Yeah, he does indeed. It is now seven all. Seven all. Well done, Sal. Come on. I want to give a shout out to Perth girl Bianca Allen. Hello, Bianca. How are you? Let's call her B. Yep, fair enough. Um, now, she had a bit of a terrible weekend because on Sunday she boarded a train yep. in Fremantle, right? Um, and it was a journey that was free. Um, it was under a lo- uh, cost of living initiative announced by the Cook government just before Christmas, right? Sure. However, when she was on the train, a couple of trans Perth guards came up to her and said they noticed that she hadn't actually tagged on using her smart rider. Now, Bianca was like, oh, my God, me and my husband, we were in such a rush. I I grabbed it. I thought I heard a beep. Obviously, I didn't. Um, so I just assumed that I had. Um, they wrote her up a $100 fine. She said, this is ridiculous because regardless of whether I've tagged on or not, it was meant to be free. This makes no sense at all. So if it's meant to be free, why am I getting a $100 fine? You're meant to still tag on and off. However... But it's still free. It's free. You know what I mean? So she's just like, I don't understand why this Was it a happened. mistake by the not only guards? That, not only that. No, not only that. Um, she humiliated. She was kicked off the train. She no. was escorted off the train with a $100 fine. She said she was absolutely humiliated. And I would have been too. Absolutely. And, and you know, especially when she, she did th- think that she actually tagged on, like, Honest mistake. Honest mistake. Not good. No, that's not good at all. No, no, I feel sorry for her. So do I. I um. So my youngest son Dan, he uh, he accused my daughter Autumn just after Christmas of stealing his Christmas money. Right, money went missing, and goes, Dad, Dad, it's Autumn for sure. She's a thief. She always steals my money. I said, Mate, you've got to be very careful, okay? Because, you know, my daughter Autumn, you're right. Um, yes, she's done a couple of things before, but she's not stealing your money. I asked Autumn, Autumn Dad, there's no way. I'd, I've got my own money, Dad. I've got my own money. Ben's got, it's definitely Autumn, Dad. So, anyway, um, you know, we, we sort of calm it down a bit. And then about a day later, Van comes back and says, I'm really sorry, Dad, but I found the money I'd um, hidden in my pillowcase and I forgot. <laughs> 
episode, go and apologise to your sister. Totally. But it's quite funny, though, because anytime Autumn comes to work, she's always just waving your credit card yeah, around, yeah, being yeah, like, Dad, yeah, can I get yeah. some new shoes? Oh, I know, I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. I understand why Van was blaming uh, Autumn for stealing the money. So, one triple three five three. when were you falsely accused? And we're not talking about when were you falsely accused of murder because, you know, oh, we'll, oh, just, be grim. we'll take your number and pass it straight on to the cops. Oh, we might put it on the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ray is from Banksia Grove. Uh, Ray, you know how this Bianca from Perth feels boarding the train and getting accused of not tagging on? Oh, absolutely. Um, So girlfriend and I were going to Juicy Fest a couple of weeks ago and we um, tagged on to get on the bus to catch the bus, public transport, as they suggest you take. Yep. Yep. And then um, the bus driver was like, yep, no, that's cool. It's okay because it had low balance on the card. So then we tagged off, tagged back on to get onto the train to go to Joondalup. And we got on there and the security um, transfer came on and they was like, you didn't tag on. We said we did. It had low balance. And then we were like, well, it's free public transport in any case, like she did. Mm-hmm. And they still charged us, um, gave us a $100 fine each. Oh, so interesting, that. Surely yep. you'll be and able then, to keep going. Well, they turned around and they said that um, we could dispute it if we wanted to, just explain everything that happened. I was like, but why give us the fine? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Exactly. So then... We did that, um, went into the city, we got into Juicy Fest. After Juicy Fest, the trains to go from Fremantle to Perth, all cancelled. Oh! As they said, due to maintenance. So however many thousands of people that were there, that went, all had to find their ways home, whether it be Uber or taxis or whatever, and then couldn't get a train home for those people. And there was like hundreds of people having to catch a bus every half an hour. Oh, no. Nice. Bad time. And, of course, Transperth do a wonderful job, uh, but there's... Uh... <laughs> Not on that particular night. We're all sponsored by Transperth. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Transperth. Yeah. Um, Jackson's from Clarkson. Hey, Jackson. How's it going? Yeah, good, Jacko. Falsely accused. Tell us your story. Yeah, so I was in a um, local supermarket a couple of years ago and I spotted my ex-girlfriend going down one of the aisles that I was about to go down. Yep. So I didn't want to see her, so I didn't want her to see me either. So I, start, I kind of ducked down and started moving around a bit <laughs> shifty and stuff, I guess. And then um, next thing I know, I'm being, um, you know, accused by one of the workers there that I'm stealing. Oh. Um, so then... Two minutes go by and I'm taking my jacket off. They're checking my shorts. Oh, no. They were, um, because you were crouching down, they thought you might have been stealing something from the bottom shelf. So you like being strip searched? I've just seen my ex-missus. I just don't want her to see me. That's so funny. That's hilarious. Fortunately, she didn't see me getting searched either, so that was good. Oh, I was oh, going to say yeah. there'd be nothing worse than avoiding her and then all of a sudden, you know, she she sees you. Did they use a rubber glove to uh, search you, Jackson? <laughs> no, no, not at all. No, good, good. <laughs> a bit of excitement around at uh, the 10 Network at the moment because deal or no deal is on Woo! the screens of 10. It is on 10 and 10 plates. Weeknights, 6pm. It is back in a big way. <laughs> and when you think, hmm, who do we need to host a show like this? You only go to one person. And Andrew Wembley. Oh, <laughs> questionable. Very questionable. You got a grunt, Daniel, who's with us. Yeah. Oh, Grant. Daddy. How are you? Oh, so feeling on top of the world, mate. This is as good as life gets oh. when you're a game show guy, when you're a game show Santa Claus. <laughs> you are honestly living the dream. Being a game show host has been mm-hmm. like my dream job for so many years. So many years to the point that I did an MC gig once years ago and the theme was deal or no deal. And I was just really? like, oh, my God, this is so much fun. You get to do this for a living. Yeah, it's I tell you what, every day you turn up to work and you have the ability to give some awesome Australian 
the ability to walk out with their pockets bulging full of cash. You send them off <laughs> to the sunset rich. And you know what I like about it is like being a human ATM, just dishing out like dollar notes and you get you have the ability to like change someone's life. Like, yeah, you might be, they might be able to buy the car of their dreams, but they also might be able to have like a, a medical procedure that they yeah. couldn't afford before so or IVF. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, of course, you could, yeah. Life changing for some people. Exactly. Couples. Hey, um, now before we get into the show, I, I need to talk to you about this commercial. They're the commercial that yep. stopped the nation. Uh, <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, I mean, sometimes you get asked to do these ads and it's like, you know what, I just can't be bothered. I'm telling you, I don't know how much they paid you, but Jeez, you were excited doing this thing. <laughs> I don't know if I gave it enough, to be honest. Um, I reckon I could have could have found another have eight or nine percent. Yeah. Well, yeah. it was very Dancing with the Stars esque, you know, and you obviously killed it on that. So um, you're really just uh, blending all of your talents into that commercial. Only person in the world doing Dancing with the Stars twice. Thanks Hello. for mentioning it. <laughs> and it's you know what? When these legs have uh, brought home two mirror balls, they need another run every now and then. You know what I mean? I've, I've put the yeah. yards in. It's time to let these bad boys. Just go for a little bit of a trot, and the end product was uh, exquisite, as uh, no doubt you've you've experienced. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad you liked liked it. It was 37 degrees, and I was in a three piece suit, and I lost oh, about eight kilo that day, but oh, it was gosh. worth it. Did anyone actually say to you, "Listen, Grant, we might just get you to tone it down just a little"? <laughs> I said, "Turn it up, yeah, got it. Here I come. Watch this high kick." <laughs> Well, I mean, it's good to see you back on your feet again because, of course, uh, last time we sort of saw you were not in a good way. Amazing race when you fainted. Were you in India? Fainted? Not fainted. Collapsed. <laughs> fatal. Almost fatal. Just wasn't a little, it? Like, a little what bit happens? of dehydration, apparently, it was. Yeah, you just, <laughs> just a little bit dizzy. Remember? Extreme heat stroke is what it's called medically, and you can die from it. Don't underplay it. Look, it was 47 degrees in India, and I nearly died. Yeah, not legit. Like, actually, I I mean, I know we're laughing about it, but it's great to be able to laugh with you, Uh, Grant. Like, that was pretty heavy. Look, television sometimes um, is guilty of dialing things up drama-wise. Um, you've only got to watch uh, maths for that. But you know, <laughs> this one we actually dialed it down because it, it was actually pretty confronting. So yeah. I was unconscious on, unconscious on the ground um, going convulsing and I remember, uh, you know, my wife, thought I was, oh, she was losing me that day. And I know the producer that was sort of cradling my head as I was convulsing and coming in and out of consciousness, she thought that I was, I was going for good too. So it was, it scared a lot of people that day. And, um, it was, yeah, not, not kind of how we wanted it to end, but you can't win them all. Well, I'm glad you're safe and you're back here. Now tell us about the show. Are we expecting the same kind of format or will there be a few different little tweaks? It's, uh, it's much bigger and better than you, pre- look, it's got a soft, place in, in, in the hearts of most Australians, really, because it had an 11-year run and, and most people remember the show and mm, particularly yeah. you might have been a kid and it was kind of the thing that you had on around dinner time in, in the home and, and at the moment we kind of figured out that, look, 7, 9 and 10 are all doing news at 6 o'clock. There's no point doing that and yep. I think the more scary and dark the situation kind of globally gets, yeah. I think families are looking for a little safe place to go to where they can just have a laugh, take their mind off their troubles, their kids can watch it, they're not going to see or hear anything that you don't want them to and the entertainment is just dialed up to 11, as you can imagine with me as, as a host. So um, it's so much better than I expected it to be. It's nuts. Yeah. Smash it, Daniel. You'll be amazing, of course. Weeknights, 6pm on 10 and 10 play. Deal or no deal. It's back.
baby, it's Woo-hoo! back. And make sure you choose briefcase 19. That's the lucky one, of course. Uh, Grant, yeah, 19. It's, it's my birthday like number, you. so why not? We go with that. <laughs> yeah, what, would you know, what would you choose? 10, because that's my birthday. Oh, that's all. Okay. No need to so fight about funny. it, guys. Jeez. 32 um, for me. You can't choose 32. It's oh, okay, like 22 is the amount of cases we've got, but that's fine. You can make up your own rules. Grant, Tanya, best of luck with Deal or No Deal. Thanks for joining us on the Rush Hour. My pleasure, legends. Come and play with me sometime. We'll do. Thanks, Grant. We are a drive show from Perth. So we can bring you a bit of breaking news for Perth lads. Breaking news, and it involves a Perth guy. We love pumping up the Perth people, this one. They call him the bison. The bison. The bison. Who is the bison, Lammy? Mitch Marsh. Mitch Marsh. What an incredible 18 months has been for Mitch Marsh. He has just turned his career around. Uh, He was over in England a couple of years ago. He had that famous press conference where he said, Australia just hates me. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, we all sort of, um, you know, always felt sorry for him. We don't Mm. hate Mitch Marsh. Well, since then, he has become one of the most polarising figures in Australian cricket. His last 12 months in particular has been sensational. And in the last 15 minutes, it has been recognised. Okay, the Allen Border medalist for 2023, Mitchell Marsh. Mitchell, yeah, Mitchell Marsh. This is, this is the, the Brownlow medal. Yeah, I mean, this right. is, uh, you're talking about Pat Cummings, who had one of the most incredible years as well and skipped the side so well. And he's tipped or pipped, pipped. Pat Cummings and uh, he's won the Allen Border medal. Unbelievable. And can I ask, how is that chosen? Is it a board of executives chooses? Is it votes? Like, is it oh, like the Brownlow? Don't ask my me under- silly questions. Yeah, my understanding knows? is it's uh, it's like the coaches, they all vote for yeah, him. And it's okay. after all the test matches, one day is 2020s yeah. that they play. Amazing. Keep in mind, he was very good during the 2020s. Obviously, oh, great sure during was. the Ashes. Yep. He's had, had a, very a great World Cup. Yeah, yeah, obviously had to, you know, go back to Perth for some family reasons and went back to India for the World Cup uh, and won it with his team. Really good at hey, backyard cricket. Loves, uh, cricket. loves having Beach a beer at the cricket. OBH Hotel. He yes. does that better than most people when he's in town. You've had a couple of tins with him. We sure have. He would have been drinking pints. I imagine you he drink drinks small pints. beers. Yes, he's yeah. a big boy. And yeah. uh, little embers drinks uh, his little yeah. middies too. Yeah. So <laughs> Lame. He, uh, he got up and he's always a uh, good chat too, Mitch. But uh, fair to say, he got a little bit emotional with one of his chats tonight. But I'd like to um, pay particular uh, thank yous to uh, Ronnie and Paddy. Um, you just, you believe in me. Um, and I don't really know. I, I can't thank you enough for just believing in me. And, um, I'm a bit fat at times and I love a beer, but... Um, <laughs> so... Um, but you see the best in me always, and um, you just, yeah, you've, uh, you've changed my life, so. So he's alluding to Ronnie there, the coach, Andrew McDonald. They call him Ronnie. Ronnie McDonald. Yep. Because you know, he <laughs> looks that. like that guy from yep. Mackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, of course, Paddy. Paddy Cummings. That's exactly right. So uh, he was thanking yeah, uh, those two there, and he got a little bit not. emotional, and uh, he had to refer to the fact that uh, he is fat and likes a beer. <laughs> likes a beer. <laughs> and you know what? So do I. Triple M's Rush Hour with Embers and Katie.